0: If you've ever thought to yourself, am I gaslighting myself? You might have been. A longtime member of my YouTube community used to tell me that he was really good at gaslighting himself. It amused me at first, but when I really started to think about it, I realized he wasn't really off base in his assessment of a situation. See, we really can gaslight ourselves, and it's a phenomenon that isn't just seen in people who have been in relationships with narcissists. Of course, it's probably the most prominent among this particular population, but it doesn't have to be the story of your life. There are ways to identify self gaslighting and ways to overcome it. So let's talk about it. How do you gaslight yourself? Anytime you've been with a narcissist or a toxic person, you might find yourself feeling like they're in your head, right? Like you think things that they would say to you. What is self gaslighting? Well, Gaslighting itself is a psychological manipulation technique that is often used by narcissists to make you sort of doubt your thoughts, your ideas, your own judgment, your ability to understand and quite honestly, even your own perception of the world around you and everything that's happening. Phrases that narcissists use to gaslight you. I never said that. What are you talking about? Um, excuse me, but you're overreacting again. Aren't you being a little dramatic? Do you hear yourself? You need help. I'm not sure why you think that. What does that say about you as a person? I'm sorry you feel that way, but that's not really my problem. I'm not responsible for your feelings. i was just joking. Do you have no sense of humor? If you keep acting so jealous, I'm going to give you a reason to be so jealous. Why are you so insecure? I never said that. You took that wrong. That's not how I meant it. You're crazy. What is wrong with you? Gaslighting is officially a pervasive and highly effective tactic meant to manipulate you by psychological means into questioning your own sanity. In other words, it's an ongoing form of manipulation that causes you to doubt what you see, what you hear and experience. In fact, it causes you to doubt your own perception of the world around you and what's happening to you. It's often used by toxic narcissists and it's sort of a type of brainwashing that can cause you to eventually lose your entire sense of self. Repeatedly experiencing gaslighting can destroy your self worth and it's gonna cause you to question reality in general. Gaslighting is a manipulative, systematically perpetrated strategy that pathological narcissists use in order to control and often hurt their victims. They do that by instilling a narrative planting a narrative about a person that something is wrong with them when nothing was or something is very wrong with them with the problem they had that was originally mild while oh. by, by systematically manipulating the environment to prove their narrative their victim eventually recognizes this fake narrative and identifies with the problem as the gas manipulates them to identify with the problem he then builds a narrative that they are needy unlikable and would do better if they isolate. So how is it possible that you could gaslight yourself? Well, I see it as sort of a remnant of the narcissist's voice in your own head, in which you sort of do the dirty work on the narcissist's behalf. The narcissist or some version of the narcissist sort of lives in your head. In other words, you minimize and you invalidate yourself and your own thoughts rather than actually waiting for someone else to do it for you. Now, this is often a result of years or decades of conditioning by the narcissist. But what does gaslighting look like in real life? What do you mean gaslighting? I don't even know what that means. I think you made that up. You've been acting crazy all day. Like, did you eat today? Did you take your meds? I know you're not crazy, obviously, but you're acting like a fucking psycho. You've been, like, super emotional. I don't know if you're, like, on your period, or, like... Why are you crying? That doesn't even make sense. You're not being logical right now. Like, remove your emotions from it and stop Stop being in your fucking feelings, okay? Just, like, think with your brain. You're being so crazy, please stop. Self gaslighting is also sometimes referred to as internalized gaslighting and that's what you're doing when you're suppressing your own thoughts, your own emotions and when you're actively telling yourself that your own thoughts, ideas, feelings and perceptions are inaccurate or invalid. So it really is a sort of internalized version of the verbal and psychological abuse the narcissist has subjected you to over the years. Does that make sense? So why is self gaslighting a problem in narcissistic abuse recovery? What's the big deal, right? Well, when you're going through narcissistic abuse, you may have developed this self gaslighting habit as an attempt to sort of pre-screen your conversations with the narcissist in order to reduce stress on yourself and the relationship. It might've been safer for you to sort of censor yourself before speaking is what I'm saying. This mindset isn't uncommon with survivors, but it's problematic for you because it causes you to be overly cautious and to not trust yourself and your decisions. This keeps you emotionally and psychologically stuck in your toxic relationship even when you physically already left it. It makes moving forward and creating a life that makes you feel happy and fulfilled Nearly impossible. It keeps you stuck in victim mode and it never allows you to evolve beyond the role of survivor, even if you do manage to physically remove yourself from the direct influence of the narcissist. It makes you feel not good enough, not smart enough, just not enough in general. You become a disconnected, fragmented shell of your former self. So, what are the signs that you're self gaslighting? Number one, you don't trust yourself. Whenever you have to make a decision or a change in your life, you worry that you're going to make the wrong choice. This can be debilitating, especially if you don't have anyone you can trust to discuss your choices with. In reality, you might even prefer that someone else just tells you what to do or otherwise you'll just worry that you'll ruin everything and that you'll only have yourself to blame. Which brings me to number two, you don't know who you are these days. What I mean is you don't know how to talk about yourself and if someone does ask you to do so, you're quick to change the subject. You find yourself feeling numb or lost or like you are not even really sure who you are anyway. You might not know what you like or what you want and even if someone directly asks you, you can't really explain any of that in any meaningful way. After spending years or decades focused on the narcissist's needs, wants and whims, you might have lost the ability to talk about yourself altogether. You're far more comfortable letting other people talk about themselves and any chance you get, you're going to change the subject quickly if it turns to you. Which brings me to number three, you're quick to assign blame to yourself. If you're being honest, you don't even really like yourself that much and your self-confidence is practically non-existent. You're comfortable in the role of scapegoat it seems. No matter who's really at fault, if things go wrong, you might instantly assume that you're wrong and that no one else could be responsible. Even if the evidence of someone else being responsible is laid out in front of you, you'll figure out a way to make it all your fault. You might imagine that you could have said or done something differently to affect the outcome or that maybe if you just offered the right kind of support it would have never happened. That brings me to number 4. Your always apologizing. You find yourself saying things like I'm sorry so much that healthier people in your life might say hey stop apologizing so much. You're sorry if someone bumps into you or when you state an opinion or a thought even if no one around you objects. You can't stop apologizing and when someone calls you on it well you apologize for that too. Number five, you feel like a fraud. You often worry that people are going to discover that you're just not enough or that you're not even a whole person. Maybe you even have full-blown imposter syndrome. Everything you do leaves you feeling like you're pretending. You assume everyone around you is more qualified or effective than you and you're either terrified that people will find out or you're already assuming they know it. So how do you overcome self gaslighting? Well once you've recognized that you're using self gaslighting you've already taken the first step toward resolving it. But what do you do now? Well how do you stop gaslighting yourself so you can continue to heal and move forward in your life? Well I've got some ideas for you. Number one, remember that these aren't your own thoughts. As I explained earlier, very often self gaslighting feels a lot like a remnant of the narcissist voice in your own head. So ask yourself, where do these thoughts really come from and why am I thinking them? Take some time and really think about it. And then ask yourself things like this, are these thoughts accurate? When and where did I first think this way? Who taught me to think this way about myself? How does thinking this way affect me long term? Number two, try this healing list exercise. One exercise I do with my clients to help them create some awareness around this kind of thing is to have them write a list of all the negative self-perceptions they've picked up along the way. Then during a session, We go down the list and we first identify where they got these ideas from initially. When that's done, the client will go down the list and cross off all the negative self-perceptions and then replace them with their truth or at least what they want to be the truth. These truths then become the new affirmations for the client that they can use to help them grow forward in their narcissistic abuse recovery. Number three, think about how you would talk to your child or another person you love unconditionally. Survivors very often have a really hard time figuring out how to appropriately treat and speak to themselves. Not only have their parents and other people in their lives, not giving them the skills they need to love themselves, but they've actually worked against the idea of independent thought and autonomy. In order to work through this and speak to yourself in a way that is appropriate and self-validating, think about how you would speak to your child or someone else you love unconditionally and then speak to yourself that way. This particular tip was a huge game changer for me personally. As was this next one, number four, use pattern interrupts. Pattern interrupts are incredibly effective for so many different aspects of narcissistic abuse recovery. And here's one more way they can be used. When you have been self gaslighting for so long, it almost becomes an automatic behavior, a pattern that you fall into without even thinking about it. So when you begin to work on letting go of self gaslighting, you can use mindfulness to pay attention to your thoughts and your ideas. And then you can choose to use a pattern interrupt to change it. This might be a simple affirmation you repeat or it might be something even simpler like standing up and moving into a different room of the house or taking a quick shower. You could brush your teeth, brush your hair, wash your hands, count all the items in a room that are a certain color among many other options to pattern interrupt these toxic patterns in your own mind. That brings me to number 5. We're going to understanding yourself and your emotions better. See, we become so disconnected from ourselves when we're involved with a narcissist that we can't even remember who we are. So one of the very best ways to push through self gaslighting is to take a deep breath and dive into the emotions when we can. So if you're feeling sad, allow yourself to cry if you need to, then explore the tears. What do they mean? Why are you crying? What is making you sad? Validate your own emotions and figure out how to resolve them, take the time to find out what you really want and need and work on developing more connection to your own intuition. Journaling can help a lot with this process and it can help you understand your thoughts and emotions. Ultimately, you can stop self gaslighting with a little self compassion, intention and mindful action. This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you ever experienced self gaslighting or are you going through it now? Have you found ways to cope? Share your thoughts, share your ideas and share your experiences in the comments section below and let's talk about it. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm gonna leave for you right there and right there. And while you're here, hit that subscribe button right over there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.